Hi, hello. It's Tardy to Fuck the party. This <laughs> Bill's making his feelings known right at the start. Uh, it's Tardy to the party. We're going to fill our pop culture stuff with How do we various this? pieces of media we missed the first time around. Okay. So this time, we're filling our pop culture holes with 1995's Empire Records. This is a movie. This is a movie. That my wife foisted upon me, and Bill, you know what this movie... Well, see, that's why I felt bad, because I don't want to talk too much shit if your wife's going to watch this, and I love Kelsey. She's not going to listen to the podcast. Okay, she just wanted us to... She just... I think she She just probably beat you into watching this movie. She loves this movie. So this movie... How old is Kelsey? She is slightly younger than me. Okay, so she, okay, okay. Just because generational stuff yeah, is going to be a big it's very thing with generational. Me, this, this, yeah, this movie is fantastic at proving <laughs> for me that, to poop on. Is that, like, I was just waiting for that hammer no. to drop. Yeah, <laughs> it's fantastic <laughs> at proving that your significant other and you don't need to love the same. Exactly. Yeah. To no, you got to embrace different flavors and different tastes in life. Yeah. This um, is a terrible movie. I, I, this is the toys thing I always bring up whenever I slam something that someone else I know loves is that one of my favorite movies of all time is demonstrably one of the worst movies of all time, John uh, Robin Williams' holiday hit, Toys. Yeah, so I can't slam hit. anyone else's movie, favorite movie too much. Is this is this your Kelsey's favorite movie? I don't think it's her favorite, but she likes it. She it, likes it a lot. Yeah. Same way that I like toys. It's just somehow became a favorite. Oh, I mean, she may not be aware of the kitsch value. At least I understand toys is terrible, but I still like it. It sucks for it sucks anytime you're like <laughs> trying to introduce something, something yeah, to somebody you, know you love, gonna... and there I just kind of sat there and sighed a lot and shook my head. She's so like, seen "Why this are you shaking your head? No, yeah. I haven't seen this before. Oh, really? Oh, so this you is, watched this was my first time? Yes. Were you sighing heavily the whole time? No, every now and then. She was. I would sign and oh. like look down and then write a note. Because this hurt be bad like, enough. I thought it was my it. pick. I felt like I was Joel Hodgson on on MST3K. No, well, you technically, were... this was my wife's pick for me. Which hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, yeah. again, I could see why you would enjoy this, but unfortunately, I'm not the kind of person who would enjoy this. But this Empire... movie, t- to so, me, so yeah, this movie, I could best describe it as if. If the scene in the Breakfast Club where they all get high and just, act like idiots took place in the nineties and was and the was, whole movie and was the whole movie. That's just, what the Empire Records is. Keep on cutting back to like how does this music record store work? Because everyone in the movie is always hanging out in the break room, just yeah. like doing like kitschy things. Uh, my first note, I'm not even done with the credits yet, and I can tell this movie is aged about as well as the Ouya. Yeah. God, I mean, it's the mid-90s. They're at a certain point. But Lucas has such a cool mock turtleneck on. And he's and got this, this little fucking Caesar salad even, haircut. Even Spock would be like, that haircut dumb. He looks like he's trying to be like real-world Spock. I kind of like the actor who plays him, but looking it up, the only person who ever went on to do anything other than Renee Zellweger... Uh, who I thought work. was chasing Amy at first mm. was fucking Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Lord Aerosmith Tyler. kid. Well, Which... the, the Mark, the I think it's yeah, Mark, the high kid went on to be in like uh, what is that? Uh... He went on to be anything because he's one of the worst things about this. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, he was bad. in. Um... You don't want to confuse the actor for the role. Oh, what's but... the name of that? There was a teen comedy that came out <laughs> like like a six 90s. months after this. Yeah, yeah, that he was in. I can't remember the name. One of my of notes that. is also too. Um... Ten Things I Hate About You, is that it? Oh, that kind of thing? Uh, Jesus, this is the only movie in the world that could make mall rats look punk. In fact, rather than Clerks, this feels <laughs> this thing feels more like the shitty Clerks TV show someone tried to launch right around the same time. I, I would only imagine this movie only exists because of Clerks, because uh, a year or two before this movie came out, Clerks came out, was a big hit. 
big indie hit. It was about, you know, people the, the people of roughly the same age working retail and just a day in the life of these retail workers. It was, isn't it crazy with, like, you know, like an indie rock soundtrack? And I would imagine that this is the that Clerks must have had to have been in the inspiration for this movie, or at least the inspiration for this movie being released. I'm sure the script was written before Clerks came out, but it's one of those things where I, looking up, I, I tried to, because this is your pick, I had to look up trivia for it. There's no, no trivia for this movie, other than it was written by a record store, like a Tower Records employee. <laughs> of course it was. And oh, man. there was a bunch of stuff edited out of this movie. So how? So which version of this movie did you see? Because supposedly in 2003, they came out with a DVD version of this movie that had an extra like bunch of stuff cut back into the movie mm. was this like a 90 minute theatrical cut yeah I think okay so. so i just want to make sure we're watching the same version okay not that it really makes a difference because it's no. just this is a sporadic mess yeah it's a fucking chai flavored indie 90s fart in your face yeah is this the worst thing no i since victor I, victoria i could sit through this and didn't have to like pause it and walk around victor victoria still i you hate think it so more. this yeah. for me gets close because at least at least victor victoria had potential in fact, actually, that's one of the most infuriating things about Victor Victoria is, is that it had such a great cast and had potentially great ingredients and but this, got wasted. This doesn't even try. This, I, it's broad. Oh. But this, I, it's like a car wreck where you're kind of watching it with fascination of how it could be this a bad. A little bit, yeah. Victor Victoria was just bored and bad. <laughs> okay. I, 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 I feel more... You're robbed also, of you're my also, time. But you're also very far removed from Victor Victoria at this point. It's been That's like almost too. a year probably since we saw that. I also feel more violated because I have the almost the exact same age as these characters are in this movie. Because mm. this is 1995. All the characters in their 20s. I'm, I was 20 years old exactly in 1995. And just... Oh my god, this is the... Even the movie itself... I mean, back then I was hanging out with a bunch of punk rockers and stuff. I mean, we'd be listening to the Jesus Lizard and shit as opposed to like this fucking mall indie bullshit yeah. but anyway we should talk about the actual movie before i start getting a big critical analysis yeah yeah i just i don't know if i can do the usual go through it like beat, beat, there's, no, there's no plots yeah i basically I, boils down to lucas stupid haircut guy i just call him turtleneck guy yeah stupid haircut guy who dresses all in black and tries to sound all smart he's and, like quoting doors lyrics or some shit like uh, for half the movie uh yeah, um, he begs. He, he he's closing for the first time, and Renee Zellweger, who's playing Gina, is like, "Hey, here's the rules for closing. Yeah, count the money three times, go directly to the bank. Blah blah blah. Don't fuck with. Okay, so the manager is Joe. Don't fuck yeah. with Joe's cigars. Don't fuck with Joe's money. Don't fuck with Joe's drumsticks. Yeah. Of course, the first thing Lucas does is starts drumming on the money with Joe's drumsticks yeah. while smoking a cigar. And then um, in his office, and then he grabs the money and runs yeah. off. Well, he he sees that there's a, a shot oh, of yeah. the Empire Records, the store they work in, and a, he a plastic overlay that changes it to yeah. Music Town. He's the rifling, evil Music Town. Yeah, he's rifling through Joe's stuff, and yeah, Joe has the most improbable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a big, a big uh, color photo of Empire Records, the store, with a plastic overlay that turns it into a. Yeah, musical music record down, mart yeah. or whatever the hell. And I guess maybe that's part of that chain's pitch to show Joe what the store could look like if it got turned into a Yeah. Because usually... Yeah. And he says, in the immortal words of the doors, the time to hesitate is through. And then he goes to Atlanta. Yeah, takes the $9,000 in cash yeah. out of the bank. Out, 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 out of the, the till. Out, out of the, yeah, exactly. Safe, yeah. whatever. That's it all. Rolls a seven, so... He wins a ton of money. See, I don't know crap, so yeah. Uh, 
bets lo- again. This part's lost on me. Yeah. Bets it again. Rolls a snake eye, loses all the money. Yeah. And then he says, "I wonder if I'll be held responsible for this." <laughs> and the most—that's what was killing me about this movie—the fact <laughs> that it's got this mall punk want to be fucking, fucking the cranberry soundtrack. Now, I actually do like the cranberries, but like I love the cranberries. It has this like mid, like MTV fucking soundtrack, but him being like, "Oh, I did a naughty thing." I'm sitting there watching the TV, going, "Oh my god, I just want to fucking turn around, pull my pants down." And just fucking fart my TV off the TV stand right now because this kid, I can't. And this is this is the fi- hate, five oh, minutes in the movie. At this point, I already hate this character. Oh my god! And this is our main character. Holy I hate this shit. guy. I um, hate him. And then fucking, how did they crossbreed Bill Pullman and Andy Garcia? He's <laughs> like, he, this guy shows up named Joe. He's actually the. I'm already jumping ahead to the yeah, next. Yeah, that's day. quite a bit. But, but like, but no, Joe's not there yet. Face? First, we see uh, uh, Is it the next AJ day? and Mark. Yeah, the next day. I Two of the no, most 90s fucks ever. AJ looks like Treasure Planet. He's so got that 90s haircut. Yeah, their stereotype is stoner stoner kid and tortured artist kid. That's oh, he, their stereotype. Okay. Which is tortured He's some fucking skateboarding fucking... Yeah. Again, he looks like he's a from a... From, uh, what's the bubble gum that had like some kind of like juice in it that would... Like gushers, yeah. You look That's like he looks gum, like he's yeah, from gushers. like a like a gushers fruit ad. by the foot commercial. He looks like he's from a nineties ad. Yeah, he's yeah. got that fucking treasure planet haircut, and yeah. He, yeah, you got the redhead guy who's like fucking retard. It's <laughs> it's not even funny. Like, oh, he's just he's just I because it takes a while for them to even point out he he he's, he eats some pot brownies later, but even up until then, he's just he's just maddeningly like caveman stupid. All the empo- and not in a funny way. All the employees of Empire Records don't deserve to have jobs. No. <laughs> maybe G- maybe Gina but even she's yeah. literally fucks that up later but like and th- yeah that that's Bridget Jones diary yeah oh my god and then well maybe and this Corey. is the closest thing this movie has to a plot actually and it's kind of right about here once they actually get to the start of the work day yeah uh, I guess originally this movie was edited so that the events of the movie took place across two days but it got cut up down into one hmm. uh, so I was waiting for everyone to suddenly just change clothes at the end of the movie but that never seems to happen so I don't know what happened there but uh, but yeah. then Joe shows up yeah Joe Bill, Bill, Pull, Bill Pullman and Andy Garcia's love child yeah the weirdest face with a hangdog lip he's been like, I recognize him for he, no everyone in this movie has been in something else Else. But yeah, what's his name? Like Giancarlo Esposito? Is that Anthony LaPaja? Yeah, and I've seen him and stuff before. But like, everyone's twenty years younger and sexier, and he's got like this white pirate shirt that's open at the throat, and just kind of looks like you can tell he's supposed to be kind of sexy and older, but like he just comes across as like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he's the cool guy. He's the cool record store. Yeah, owner. he's a nice guy. With, like, the hair that he's got to push back <laughs> around his fingers. <laughs> How does he not? I mean, of course, the first thing he does is come and finds out the money's gone. Yeah. And he kind of yells at Turtleneck for a No, couple... he's not back yet. Oh, he's not back no. yet? Oh, no, that's right, because it takes a while for Turtleneck to get back from Atlantic City or where the hell he's from. Well, but... no, he's he shows up. He's... While, he eventually while this, wanders while, back while in. While the stoner and the uh, uh, the tortured artist kid are walking up, he's on a bike and then he leaves. Oh, okay. And they're like, what's going on? He's like, I'm not and he leaves. Yeah. Um, um, and then we're quickly introduced to Liv Tyler Corey, who is friends with She Gina. has a name? I didn't yeah, realize that she a, actually... She had a fuzzy sweater girl. 
Corey. Fuzzy. I like she's pretty much just dressed like all the Aerosmith music videos she was in at the time when this yeah. movie came out, too. She's got hey, the... you know what's... Oh, <laughs> Gina, she and Gina have the t- shortest fucking Catholic schoolgirl skirts imaginable, yeah. too. Like, at the end... Which, you know, is, growing up in that era, that should be my bag. I would have been yeah. around 15 or 14 when this movie came out. That should have gotten my motor revving. Nothing. Did you like uh, Lily... Nothing I keep on me. calling her Lily Tomlin. Nope, sure didn't. <laughs> Sure What's did not. Name? What's that, the actress's name? If I had a vagina, it would have dried up. Lord of the Rings. Did Liv you Tyler. like her in those Aerosmith videos no. where she dressed just, just like this and I walks never, around with her butt hanging out? I was never a fan of Liv Tyler. I always felt her face was too small for her head. Really? I always thought she had a big face. Because yeah. she's too what's-her-face's kid, so she's got like that And she always kind of cross-eyed. She is kind of cross-eyed. I just cute. never found her attractive. I, was actually, I understand I was why surprised. people do, but for me, she was a no-go. I was actually surprised she's not actively totally terrible in this movie. I mean, she's better than the red-headed kid yeah. in terms of just acting ability and stuff. But yeah. um, the I mean, so I, she was okay in The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I would have preferred somebody else. And I, I mean, I can see that argument, too. I mean, she would have maybe been a more interesting character with another actress. But, I mean, for, for a rock star's daughter, she could have been way, way worse. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, she and Gina have crazy short skirts. Yeah. That's why I was like, damn, I don't remember that in the 90s that much. Yeah. Like, um, but that's their identifying character characteristics is pretty much they have short skirts well, for the first half of this movie. Liv Tyler's like, do you think Rex is the right guy oh, for me? Oh, God, I forgot about the first <laughs> shit. And this is the closest thing to the, this is the closest thing this movie has to find, a plot. You find out that Corey is like a virgin and she wants to, Rex, is she a virgin? Yeah. She oh. finds out that Rex is, I think I went back to watching Rex Strong to Bad, Homestar Runner cartoons. Yeah, she wants Rex to be the first guy because she's had a crush on him forever. And, but Rex Banning is like this old fat Russell Crowe in a Liberace he, suit. You know what he is? He is a reject from the Australian pirate movie, the <laughs> musical version that we've talked about. Yeah, the music- which we haven't. Yeah, which yeah. I watched a whole bunch as a kid, but yeah. I should probably rewatch just for the podcast. He's a reject that from that. Yeah, yeah. I guess he's supposed to be like his music. Well, we'll talk about him, but when like we he's get obviously to supposed him. to be like a Robert Palmer yeah. kind of thing. But anyway, yeah, we'll we'll get to that later. But th- I guess that is the closest thing that Corey has to air- yeah. arc in this. Yeah, in this. and then but AJ is in love with her, and he's talking to Joe like, "How do I tell her I love her?" And she should have been like, motherfucker, you're a teenager. You don't love you her. Think her. You work with her. Skirt is short enough. He could just twiddle her right like, while she's at the cash register. It's like, hey, how you doing? Um, yeah, well, I know. It's a big, oh, how is he going to tell? Yeah, he's complaining, he's complaining um, about this to Joe. Meanwhile, Joe's life is falling apart right in front of him, and these guys know it. Leave him the, the fuck thing. alone. Joe, has he explained to them that he's lost $9,000? No, or but that, they, like... they figured it out. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, um, and, and I keep it... spending the whole movie waiting for Jack Black to show up because I didn't realize <laughs> what movie this was or wasn't. Yeah. What what movie is it that Jack Black was? High Fidelity. Is that what it is? I think so. Because he he works at a record store, yeah. right? And that's his. Pre- I kept on thinking this was that movie. No, because I think that's a good movie. That's what I've heard. Yeah. And I kept I spent the whole movie expecting Jack Black <laughs> to show up, and it never um, did. So then we get a quick Eminem product placement. <sighs> And Rhino like, Records. And then they're like, who's got the orange one? And he's Mark is like, I do. Which means he gets to pick the music first, I, I guess. guess so, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. For such, a, for such like an anti-establishment movie, fuck the man, man. There's a lot of product placement yeah. in this goddamn thing. And they sing along. Cause, and, that's, that's, and it's crappy it's mall rock. It's all, yeah. It's but, torture. 
who 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 tears it out? Who like decides to swap it out and he burns the CD because that's he's he's a harsh music credit. So he puts in other me- crappy MTV music. And whenever they the, stop this. the CD, it kind of does a record scratch thing. That's Re- the that C- kind of movie. CDs where it's just don't like, do that. And this movie was obviously directed by somebody who's like born in the twenties. Like they don't understand. <laughs> Oh my god, this movie hurts. Uh, um, so so Corey gets there super early, and she's like, "He's like, why are you here, Curly, Corey?" And she's like, "Because it's Curly. Rex Manning Day." Yeah, well, as Rex if we're supposed Manning to know what that Day. is, but yeah. Uh, and Even... at, at this point, the, the movie has just been teenagers doing random shit. Yeah, that's the whole movie has been. We're like just... twenty minutes into the movie now. It's just been like, yeah, ran- it's been fucking Muppet Babies, but less fun. Um, so. Lucas shows back up. Okay. And Joe's like, where's the money? And he's like, Joe, I think things are going to be okay. And he's like, why? And he says, who knows where thoughts come from? They just appear. Which is like, I don't know if the movie's trying to make him appear like he thinks he's deep and he's not. Or if that character would actually be considered deep to some people. I mean, even my own hatred of Lucas aside, I was... I was half expecting you to come back in with a fucking 4 by 4 and just beat him upside the head they with it. should have. Because he, you you stole $9,000. Yeah. Where is it? Like, Well, he tells him it's in Atlantic City, and he's like, what's it doing there? He's like, circulating. And, and he, like, I don't know. Are we supposed to I find this like, endearing? I feel like, like if Joe had been played differently, or not Joe, Lucas had been played differently or by a different person or something, it might have come off as more comical. But this guy is so flat and yeah. benign and just a sh- absolute... Douchebag. And you can't tell how much of his character like believes what he's saying. How uh, how much of it is supposed to be an act? How much is supposed to be funny? If he's just supposed it to just be the cool this guy. Weird dead zone of like, yeah, like he's trying to be cool, but he's not being that cool, but not that funny. And even Joe is so milk toast about the situation. Is he supposed to be an idiot or yeah? Not? Is he just like yeah? What reader are we supposed to have on the, as an audience on this character? Is he stupid? Is he is he wise beyond his years? Because he keeps on quoting all these like fucking yeah Doors lyrics and shit. Like ah, it's but no, he's just. The, whoever wrote this movie is an idiot, and they have no idea how to write a consistent or interesting character. Then there's a quick scene outside where Mark rubs against a giant. Yeah, for like, painting of a lady face. Again, whoever directed this saw because that's what high people and they do. wanted to show like, oh, we need a Jay and Silent Bob bit of weirdness like outside. Yeah. Um, and the new girl, well, not new to the movie, the another girl comes in, Deb. Yeah, because it already feels walks, like this movie's going on for two hours she at this walks point. Walks by yeah. Liv Tyler and Corey and flips them off because she's the bad rebel. She's the she's, she's the edge lord. She's the punky one she's with so like edgy. with the history. Oh man, I have the best picture for you to use as the album art for this oh, episode. Uh, it's her later. She's all, what? What are they doing to her? Oh, it's her funeral at the end oh, later. Yeah. Uh, Just throwing this out there. Okay. Okay. Earlier on, when Lucas was first there and Joe confronted him, he slapped a a tub of quarters out of his hand. And now AJ is just gluing the quarters to the ground. Because this is. If every day at this place was as chaotic as as it is now, with all these characters acting as stupid as. Could you imagine, like, if someone's gluing quarters to the floor every day, you think that whole place would just look like a fucking nut house after six months. But yeah. Um, So. Gotta change a tampon. And then. He's going, and some conversations happen. I don't fucking. But know. new girl, she comes in. She goes to the bathroom. Yeah. Do starts, we know uh, she's new girl, shaved hair girl? Eventually, in about two seconds. Yeah. yeah. She starts cutting off her hair. She seems damaged because she's doing it. She's got the haunted and, eyes yeah, look. And she, Again, this I'm movie like, not like, knowing how to wrestle. Who does this kind of shit at work? She takes out a pair of clippers and starts. Shaving she's supposed her head. to be so punk rock and irresponsible. Yeah, but she makes sure she gets into work first thing in the morning, and that's when she decides. And if you're to just gonna her... shave your head, why would you use 
the scissors to clip it off and not just use the the, yeah, the electric razor. Right I've away. tried to do that in the past, and the clippers do fuck up your hair. Mm. Like it's, sometimes it's easier to chop it down manually with scissors, and then. But I'm just. But yeah, it's stop it's, defending the movie. But yeah, it's something. <laughs> and she and her, and her one arm is all wrist is all bandaged up, and everyone else noticed, and they're like, "Oh, what's wrong, crazy lady?" And she's like, "I can't tell you." And it's just like Ugh, I gotta reveal that later on in the movie. Yeah, she comes out of it. A denouement. Comes out of the bathroom. One of the guys like, "You did have hair when you went in there." And she's <laughs> like, "It's done." To think if you want to glue it. So I guess his glue thing is he I guess glues he's an stuff. Artist, I guess. Again, try to drive home this fact that this guy's supposed to be artistic, even though yeah, he looks like a fucking Gushers commercial. Um, yeah. Empire Listen, Records, everybody. Somebody's like, "What's Who's up with poopy? your band-aid wrists?" Because she's got a band-aid on her wrist. On one wrist, too. Yeah, one yeah. Wrist. And and she's like, "What's up with you today?" And he replies, "What's up with today? Today? What is this dialogue?" <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Clerks was kind of snappy about its dialogue. It's the one thing you can say about a Kevin Smith movie. This is just like written by a four-year-old. Well, yeah, because uh, uh, have you seen Clerks? Yeah. Okay, I just Zell, want to make sure if I'm Zell, gonna keep on bringing Zell it up. Zellweger and and Deb. Oh yeah. The ball girl have a little there. conversation, a little back and forth, and she's like, "Well, Sinead O'Rebellion, shock me, shock me, shock me with that devious behavior, which apparently my wife likes that line." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I don't know if that's supposed to be like a Sinead O'Connor lyric or what, but it's. Kind I don't of a... know, but it and and then she's like, um, "You get smarter the shorter your skirt gets." To her, Renee Zellweger's big rebuttal is, "You get smarter the shorter your hair gets." Zing, kind of a zing. I zing? mean, as someone who's known lots of girls who've done this before, who did think that like suddenly having short hair suddenly makes you like more edgy. Like I get, well, especially mm. if you're a dipshit MTV mall punk, but. Because the character not, not, does not necessarily seem more interesting now that she's cut yeah. her hair. She's just still an idiot. There's a quick scene yeah. of some scream metal that's happening, and oh, yeah. and the pot guy's grooving out to it, and then record Again, scratch. It's just weird day in the life yeah. fucking... Ugh. Record scratch stops. <laughs> uh, there's a, a, a quick slow zoom on a porcelain RCA dog for half a moment and then that's done never see that you gotta fill up a movie. Dog again. this script was only f- 30 minutes long you have to fill up the movie with something um, and a, a pizza dude with terrible teeth mm-hmm. shows up and gives mark some weed brownies oh yeah that's right he talks he's about like it's really sugar like at first i thought he was gonna like give him some hard drugs but now it's fucking pot brownies and like even in 1995 i was like okay i get it. he really looks pot yeah. somebody gets yeah. all the overheads like this one goes out to joe and they play i want money song oh yeah and joe's kind of freaking out cause just agitating him because he's still so at this point has so lucas has come back yeah joe has just said hey instead of calling the Sit cops on the couch, like threatening to move. kill him yeah. if he doesn't recover the money just says stay on the couch and so there's this lot of thing about how like lucas wants to get off the couch but like he's still touching the cu- couch yeah. with his foot and just like this guy's an asshole he stole nine thousand dollars from this company how is he not like at minimum fired much less beat up or co- like had the cops call him but it's supposed to be so wacky because he's just got us st- and half the movie takes place in this break room with most of the characters in it while this place is supposed the storefront is supposed to be open at least again not to keep on bringing up clerks but at least clerks made a big meal out of the fact that like one of the characters was not working his store all day and so, like, was going to get them in trouble. In this movie, you've got this giant warehouse-sized record store that is staff- seems to only be staffed with, like, six people at the most. And at any given time in this movie, 
three quarters of those people are just hanging out in the break room. Mm-hmm. And I, I like I've, I've 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 hung out in stores this big, and at minimum there should be at least a dozen employees. Yeah. And even oh, it's just yeah. Joe comes out and he's mad, and he's like, "Well, now I was I had enough money saved up to buy the place, but now yeah, I exactly, have to yeah. sell." He was actually gonna yeah he he was he was gonna try to buy out yeah buy buy the place from the evil owner. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it turns out Lucas has fucked it up. Yeah, but yeah. we can't be sad on Rex Manning Day. Did you know this is a Twitter meme now? Rex Manning Day? Because people have retroactively figured out what day Rex Manning Day is. What, what day it takes place in the movie. So now every April 8th, people who grew up with the movie turn it into a... a Wikipedia claims that this movie is a cult film. I refuse to believe it. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyway. Uh, it's great. We're it is Rex Manning Day. We're introduced to a character who's shoplifting CDs. Oh yeah, kind of weird rat big face. Coat. Yeah, yeah. He that, that kid has shown up in other stuff, but I did couldn't even be bothered. We just to get look a quick up. scene with him putting stuff in his pocket. Oh, and Lucas does the thing where he walks up to him and is all like, "Hey, a great selection." Well, we'll get there. Yeah, because Lucas first picks up a piece of the couch cushion. Uh, he takes a couch oh, cushion, tucks it under his arm because he's still touching the couch. Her <laughs> for do. Um. That's like something you'd see on a bad cartoon. I get it. it's like the worst like Nickelodeon like fucking sitcom bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this 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 movie does get real Zack and Cody real real fucking yeah. fast. And then yeah, Lucas walks up to the shoplifting kid and says, "The fat man walks alone." What? 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 And then they, he chases him. Yeah. And Mark screams, "Shoplifter!" And then Renee Zellweger gets on the sound system in a, in a voice that even the Squeaky voice teen from The Simpsons would be like, "Oh yeah, whoa! I didn't even notice that cracked a little too much." Shut up, Yeah, and so yeah, uh, uh, so that very over... particular way a teenage boy's voice <laughs> cracks. Um, what's her face? She gets on the PA and she starts like fucking. Like, it's a fucking race car event. Starts, like, broadcasting the whole everyone in the store. Like, hey, if you look outside the window right now, you'll see our uh, assistant manager, Lucas, chasing a shoplifter, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like, they turn into a big funny, like, oh, this oh, thing. Oh, so funny. All the crazy things that happen at Empire Records mm-hmm. every day. You wouldn't believe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so he gets, eventually gets taught, caught. They're like, what's your name? And he's like, Warren Beatty. Oh, and I forgot they do actually. That Warren thing does become a thing later. Yeah. And I, th- man, that broke my heart because I was like, okay, at least this kid's out of the movie. And I was like, oh shit, they're actually gonna turn this fucking character, this kid, into an actual character in this thing, aren't <laughs> yeah. they? Because like the kid sticks around for the next like whole third of the movie. So um, uh, they turn on music and everybody dances. Get, well, this is get, yeah. Oh no, no, be... first, first, sorry. Uh, when Zellweger comes out of, uh, they're in the, the break room, as happens in the movie. Yeah. And she comes out of the back room wearing nothing but uh, the apron for the music store that's going to buy them out. Oh, it wasn't that they start dancing. Joe gets upset. That's no, when then they, they play break, it. That's when they break, he breaks out all the contracts and stuff saying, hey, guys, you know, I guess because oh, yeah, Lucas yeah. fucked us up, we're going to have to sell to Music Town. Yeah. Here's your Music Town aprons and contracts and rules no visible tattoos and so yeah uh bridget jones diary she takes her apron goes into the break room goes into the bathroom uh takes off all her clothes except for panties and comes back out she's like running around in her her new music town apron for no reason she's the naughty one yeah (laughs) yeah uh and while 
And I, the, I, why does Joe only hire idiots and morons? Yeah, and and all his, this, he needs to reevaluate his hiring practices. All this while they've they've got the shoplifting kid, and the kid they they, they just throw him onto the couch and said, "Don't yeah, you waiting go. for the police." Yeah, supposedly waiting for the cops. And then there's a knock on the door, and it, yeah, Rex is here now, and then Rex Manning, and he's with Debbie Mazar, who is my one connection. This movie's one connection to my favorite movie, which I mentioned before. She's also in Toys. Mm. Debbie Mazar. So she has a hit. really bad track record of being Her in really bad was movies. Probably fired <laughs> by 1998, I would imagine. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so, it's Rex so, Manning. Yeah, Rex Manning is the guy that auditioned for. Uh, the new neighbor married to Darcy on Married with Children and didn't get the role. You think so? No, that's what he looks like. Yeah, because he's like, well, I, 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 in my notes, I just call him Fat Russell Crowe in in Liberace's (laughs) outfit. Yeah. Yeah, because he's like this weird pudgy guy with like this big bouffant hair. I mean, granted, he's supposed to be ridiculous. Like, uh, yeah, they, they, you see his music video elsewhere in the movie, and he's, it's like this big kind of like shitty Robert Palmer kind of thing with him dancing with like mm-hmm. ladies on the edge of a beach somewhere. But like, even then, he's still like, how is anyone under the age of forty like attracted to this guy? Mm-hmm. Which does become a little bit of a joke later as they set up his signing yeah. at the store, and most of the people waiting in line are like. 40 year old housewives or, or older or the daughters of but inexplicably lord them. of the rings is like his biggest fan yeah yeah uh so there's but they before he goes out and sides there's a quick montage of them taking photos of warren with warren yeah to, you know, put up shoplifter with warren, yeah put up shoplifter photos don't let in store or whatever yeah uh so they go out into the store with Rex, and he doesn't like the chair that's sitting there, so they swap the chair out, and let's make a meal out of that scene! Again, because <laughs> this movie... Oh, I can't... Again, hearing about that they cut out 40 minutes of material out of this movie, I can't imagine what they would have cut out, because there's barely anything in it to begin with. Um, but yeah. He starts signing autographs. Somebody's like, oh, I'm, I don't like you, but my mom thinks you're groovy. Some old lady comes up singing some say no more, more, more thing. I don't Which know. Which, again, you think it's going to be a joke, but she know. just kind of does it, and that's like the end of, like, it's, there's no, like, it doesn't, it's not a joke. It's just yeah. a thing that happens in the movie, yeah. So then what I, I'm guessing is Deb's boyfriend shows up to work, who is, I can best describe as budget Andy Samberg. Oh, the guy with the big hair? Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I couldn't remember. I couldn't tell if he was, like, another employee we just didn't see until now. Maybe he works, like, in the basement or what? I think but he's another employee, but... Because he, he kind of shows up sporadically throughout the rest of the film, I never too. Even... Not just, like, this one I bit. But... I don't even remember if they say his name in Yeah, no, movie. he's just dude with hair shows up, and he's kind of, like, in the background of a couple scenes and then disappears again until the very end of the movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, but he's, like, talking to... To Deb, it's like, oh, what happened last night? And she's like, don't oh, worry yeah. about it. Yeah, and just, I got to think about just, what happened the just, night before. I and I just really had to... Sad a, 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 do we ever find out exactly what's wrong with her? Yeah. Well, yeah. Because we definitely find out that fucking uh, Lord of the Rings had some kind of issues, but yeah. then... Well, uh, then for, for some reason, Rex's assistant... The toys lady. Yeah. She up and quits for Who whatever reason. Who got weird eyes in this movie? She yeah. looks like she got contacts to make her look like she got snake eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, she just ups and leaves. She just quits and leaves, and Joe's like, don't leave him here with just uh, us. And then he's, so he goes and plays the drums because he's angry. Joe does? Yeah. Yeah. And the white boys dance. 
in the white boy way. Oh, God, yeah, because they keep on trying to go for this, like, we're going to be the breakfast club of a new generation thing, and it fails miserably, mm-hmm. And because yeah. we got to dance now, because we have this, we paid all this money for this soundtrack. But on with, the upside. With Evan Dando on it. It's a very culturally diverse cast. You've got a white kid. You have a brown-haired lady. <laughs> you got a you red-haired got, kid. You got a chick. You, you, got, you got a red. A you red-haired got Bridget white Jones Diary. She looks like a little chickadee. Yeah, you got a white girl. You do have Andy Garcia mixed with Bill Pullman. You do. That's about as exotic <laughs> as this film gets in terms of like racial diversity. Yeah. Um, you do have bald-headed, ghost-eyed, haunted-eyed lady. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. Um. So then, yeah, I, black I, people I, don't really exist in this universe. No. Uh, the quote-unquote villain of the movie shows up, Mitch, who yeah. they, like, this, somebody was like, hey, help me write the most stereotypical He's business douchebag ever. And for some reason, he shows up, so Rex Manning, they've set up his signing, and he's with there with you know, Rex yeah. Manning signing records for shit, not even records, fucking little CDs for a bunch of old ladies. And for some reason, this owner of the store comes up. I guess he wants to check in to make sure Rex Manning's doing okay. And this is just an excuse for Rex Manning to give a whole bunch of exposition. Oh, no, 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 the, the owner of the store to give a bunch of exposition to Rex Manning about how, oh, look at this place. This place used to be great when it was a toilet warehouse, but my stupid dad had to turn it into a stupid record yeah. store. Whoa. He's saying this in front yeah. of the guy who's like, Dude, Rex Manning doesn't have any champagne. We, get him some champagne. We don't sell any records. We'd be making much more money if we sold toilets. Yeah, get that guy champagne get him fresh fruit and then he just I, and then he leaves oh no is that when he comes by to collect the nine thousand oh, dollars yeah. off of because it hadn't been turned into the bank and so night. and so joe takes like a bank bag fills it with a bunch of just random papers from around his office hands it off to the owner mm-hmm. and i thought that what they were going to do because they have thief kid right there i thought it was going to do the thing it was like here's nine thousand dollars in cash mitch it sure would be a shame if someone like Warren stole it because if Warren were to get up and suddenly steal it, he could say, oh, I had $9,000. You lost it. I don't know. It's not on us anymore. That would have been an intelligent thing to do. I thought that's what they were going for because why else would they have Warren there for like half the movie just to sit there? And, because like, he's a exchange? fantastic character. I, uh, this movie is rich. It's got so many layers. It's got, <laughs> it's got such, it's, it's like War and Peace with all these different characters mm-hmm. and their agendas and uh, it's, it's, yeah, just elaborate spider web of, of culture and meaning in our lives uh but yeah no the guy takes the fake not even the money but like the random piece, bits of paper leaves yeah. for the rest of the movie until the very yeah. end yeah and then there's a scene where deb tells and budget andy samberg to leave her alone yeah <laughs> i don't know i barely remember the guy i know all i know is he has, he has stick up his sticky uppy hair yeah. <laughs> but yeah i guess that what that makes him andy samberg and age, um, well his face is very supposedly he yeah. was married to the model that is lord of the rings's mom so that makes him he's technically the father-in-law of lord of the rings wow yeah just run out there. That was that was the other one weird little bit of trivia I saw from this movie. Uh, um, AJ standing on the roof trying to work up his "I love you" speech. Something yeah. Kind of, uh, there is a is it is it is it is, it, is it Lord of the Rings goes up there? No, Did not yet. Uh, so the Popo shows up. Take that just happens. Oh, that just happens. That just happens. Yeah. That, again, I'm trying to wonder if there's a point to it, but of course not. No. Yeah. Uh, Warren finally gets taken away by the Popo, Did and the he's po- like, "I'll be back." You haven't seen the last of me. Which, unfortunately, is true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And people, and, uh, Joe finds Deb, and he's like, if you need to talk, and she's like, fix me? 
cool. Fix me right now. Fix me. She's so edgy. Yeah. And she's and well, so and then, then Joe's like, well, I can call your mom. And she's like, well, if you're for fine or tell me, because I'd like to talk to her someday, too, because I'm such a broken 90s kid. <laughs> <laughs> no one bought me any fruit gushers. Like, I, I, I guess maybe, like... You were a broken '90s kid. This movie might speak to you in certain ways to see like damaged people, as well. Just Man. like, just like the Breakfast Club spoke to damaged people of that generation. Maybe this did too. At least the product. At least the Breakfast Club. I love the Breakfast Club. Other people can hate it, but at least the Breakfast Club wasn't quite as loaded with. Didn't have an anti-establishment message while being also loaded with product placement at the same mm. time. I, it's, I guess I, that's one thing I can give it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it also was written. <laughs> this movie seems to have been made up on the spot. Yeah. Um, so Corey goes into Joe's office and is like, "Hey, who who's bringing Rex's lunch?" And he's like, "AJ oh, yeah, is." Gets... And she's like, "No, I am." And he's like, "No, AJ is." And she's like, "I am." And he's like, "I am." And she's like, "No, I am." And I'm like. Fuck this movie. I, I, you know what? I actually like that scene because it's the first time like Lord of the Rings actually does something in the movie. I was kind of wondering up until this point in the movie, she only existed just because she was in a couple Aerosmith videos. So that like I thought she only was in this movie up to this point to be on the poster. Yeah. So I was like, okay, at least she's gonna have a little bit of a plot here. Let's let's see what happens. Yeah, it's so, so she's in the kitchen with some motherfucking fancy uh, ranch wishbone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, they couldn't even spring for Hidden Valley. No. I wonder if they had a contract with Wishbone. Had to get Wishbone. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Hidden Valley invented ranch dressing. Come on, go for the real thing, man. But then... You can just drink that thing like Homer Simpson. Right. So, oh, she's she's dancing to some music and just kind of rubbing herself. Yeah. She really is like rubbing her crotch. Yeah. She's doing the Aerosmith music she's video thing. Oh, could you stop? It's just so creepy because that's her dad. I know. <laughs> what do you think? I was always thought her whole career was weird. Oh, so creepy. That's the thing. At least with Lord of the Rings, it was something that did not involve her dad. So at least it was something new. It would be even extra sad if she was only known for being his hot daughter. That he, that everyone wanted to fuck in his own music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So creepy. But yeah. But then Rex comes in. And he's wearing down. his pirate shirt, yeah, takes his off his shirt, takes off his fucking svelte jacket, sits down. Yeah. She hangs out there, and he's like, "I can't help but notice you're staring at me." She's like, "I used to watch you when I was little," and he's like, "Oh, you must have been a baby." And she's like, "Not a baby anymore." He's like, "How old are you?" It's a very important question to ask a young lady. Yeah, I, good I for him. A proprietor. Good like, that's for the him. Person, yeah. <laughs> But her reply doesn't fill me with confidence because she says, "Oh, enough." Which, I, if I was a sleazy, <laughs> exactly, if yeah. I was a sleazy dude, I'd be like, "I am EC some ID. <laughs> exactly. Been down this road before." I want you to sign the sworn affidavit that yep. you are this old. <laughs> Rex Manning looks like he's old enough. He should know. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, yeah. he's been down that road <laughs> to be before. Fair, what happens in this movie is not Rex Manning's fault, really, yeah. too much. Yeah. Uh, um, but she's like, "Old enough," and he says, "You sure you want to do this?" And she's like, "Yeah." He leans back, unzips his pack, and says, rock and roll. And she goes, mm, gets really upset. Like, what the fuck was she expecting to happen? This and is my note here. Maybe it was just edited weird, but what in the fuck did Aerosmith kid think was going to happen when she stripped to her underwear for Rex Manning? It could have been a, whoa, way in too deep too quickly, or a, ooh, this guy is way too quick to throw down realization, but it's just a really abrupt turn how it's presented in the movie. Because really, he leans back, unzips his pants, and she just... Bolts turns yeah. out bolts and starts crying. Yeah, you're like, is that supposed to be funny? Is that supposed to be weird? Is it supposed to be like what? 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 
Like, uh, yeah. Because she was just literally, we just spent the last five minutes watching her go, oh, I was surprised she didn't take her titty out of her butt and start licking it. Yeah. And, I don't know, what? Even, uh, you don't even get to see Rex Manning's reaction. She just runs out. and It's like, probably oh, happened to him a lot. Yeah. I'm in sure fact, girls he probably starts get... sucking his own dick. <laughs> I'm um, sure girls almost get naked in front of him a lot and run and, away. I guess, I, this is not exactly how it happens in the movie where Gina practically walks in and says, oh, hey, penis, I'll suck that. Yeah. I mean, that's essentially what happens in the movie, but yeah. So she cries on the roof, and then AJ comes up, sees her weeping, and is like, hey, I love you. Yeah. I'm tone deaf. I don't know. And it's tone deaf in the way the movie's supposed to obviously make it seem like it's tone deaf, but at the same time, it's like the movie itself is so tone deaf, it doesn't realize how just like, no, this is not, no, yeah. this is not comfortable She can't to watch. even. Yeah. She's like, no, not now. And he's like, oh. and she's like, I just threw myself at Rick Madden. And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he gets uh, too emotional. Like, yeah. You guys aren't dating. You don't get to act like you're all hurt because exactly. she was interested like in another have, like, dude. They, now they have history. Now that, like, you sh- you know. And uh, again, it's never explicitly stated. Was she just suddenly embarrassed? I, like, what exactly I don't have was going through? It's questions. just, yeah, again, it seems like it was just edited badly. But, I mean, I can imagine a couple different reasons why you would freak out. But, like, even then, there's not even, there's no time given to her in the moment, in the movie, for her to, like, even form like a reaction for the audience to even go like, okay, I understand what she's feeling. It's just like a random. Yeah, even if she had said stuff like, I, it, he just yeah. he just leaned back and unzipped his pants. I was expecting him Maybe to stand to make up, up and, but not fuck or something. Yeah, no, exactly, I was expecting yeah. him to stand up and sweep me away or something. I yeah. don't know. Not just lean back with in front of the wishbone ranch. Yeah, I mean, she she could. They could have made it. They could have done so, exactly. Something. But no, again, this movie has no fucking texture to it. It's all just random. Just events for for so then, minutes yeah cory and gina are having lunch outside and then cory just calls gina a slut i'm not like you <laughs> I, I know. you fuck around you're such a whore basically is i'm this, like this is lashing out suddenly this, i mean this is before gina even wanders away with yeah so i guess ranch manning is now in the last half hours has been sitting in the in, in just the, eating a salad in their little kitchenette they have at this record store yeah. for no reason with his dick in his hand going mm-hmm. uh yeah um yeah yeah, so just to get in a fight, and then and then, uh, yeah, that's a one of the worst. We're we're just thinking this in this movie suddenly generates halfway through is suddenly like Corey and Gina have beef with each other. Yeah, and, like, even though they were friends throughout uh, the entire first. I mean, part. friends fight, but the way it's like the fight starts in this movie is just like, oh, why is this yeah. Rex Manning can fuck people up this badly? Is he just creating <laughs> a reality warping field around himself that just turns everyone into super assholes? Like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. So then, um, then Gina's like goes and goes off, and guesses like is like I is just a talent I have. She's talking to Rex, and she's like I can tell, and he's like Oh yeah, then what are they? And she's like Blue briefs, and he's like Oh, and she's like Oh. And he pulls and, his pants down. Which well, that no, nice. that's later. Is that later? Yeah, because first Corey has to tell AJ basically that he's been friend zoned, um, and he he leaves all sad, uh, and. Then she takes a pill, and that's oh, I see. I, I think I really must have been checking my email because I totally missed that. <laughs> yeah, she takes a pill um, because the pill thing becomes there's a thing a... later, and that, even that was like, wait, what? Yeah. Okay, so at least they're setting up the pill thing a little bit. Then there's a scene okay. where Deb's giving out buttons. Wow, and that's done. Oh, Deb's the shaved-haired one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, and the buttons. She's giving out buttons to everyone, and they're supposed to be like a commentary on them, but none of them make any sense. The goops who farted or like yeah. you know ah. Just... AJ plays some music. People start dancing. 
boop, boop, again, boop. trying to be, oh, it's everyone in the shop again, right? Yeah, and, and like, you know, I don't remember if it's this part or a later part or some other part, but I don't fucking something, care. Something, something, something. But you remember those times you went to a record store and people would be having their headphones on listening to music in the middle of the store, just dancing? There's a girl who is supposed to be a ballet dancer just doing ballet with no shoes on and sticking her dirty ass feet the red-haired kid he, shows up and starts dusting her feet and like yeah you and he tries he tries to kiss her on and, the cheek and I'm watching this movie I'm like this is just a bunch of random happening that like they just happen this is like an outtake mm-hmm. that where you could I could see where they're like well, okay what's some kind of shtick we could do there's gonna be a little bit of a dancing with different people in the, in, in the store dancing and like yeah well maybe you could just be a ballet dancer which so just put like dancing sweats on your feet and you could kind of pirouette and then hey larry what what would yeah. like uh, and maybe he's just like well maybe i could try to dust her feet because i'm dusting and but then, i'm stupid yeah. but i mean this how it wound up in the finished film this is supposed <laughs> to be one of the major gags and i'm like oh my god and then finally this movie slovenly as fuck. finally joe's like hey knock it off and, oh maybe this is what I'm and lucas lucas before, is yeah. like lucas is like well what are we supposed to do and it's like you're awfully sassy for a dude who just lost nine thousand dollars. Lucas continues to be like, "Yeah, fuck the man, even a Joe," and he doesn't realize he just fucked up Joe and fucked up the whole shot. Now there's like, now the man's gonna be coming, letting in because Lucas fucked everything up, and, and like, so Lucas Joe doesn't even seem to understand. Joe that. finally drags him into his office and uh, kind of beats him up, I guess. It sounds like he beats the shit out of him for five minutes. He comes out like he's got a little boo boo on his top yeah. of his head and like gives him ice and like eh, it's so. And what? Then, and then they're like, "Where's Rex? Where's Gina? Who directed this oh, piece of shit?" Because da- <laughs> like but, his name showed up in the opening credits. I thought it was like, "What's the name that directors put on a movie when they don't want to be listed as their actual selves?" Oh, I thought I don't it was. A, I thought it was a pseudonym. Uh, oh my god. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, but then they want to know where Rex and Gina are. Alan Moyle. Oh, this seems like a Jewish film. I don't know. <laughs> He does. That is one of the most Jewish sounding. Alan Moyle. It sounds like Alan Moyle. Hey, what are you gonna do? Yeah, he also directed The Rubber Gun. What? <sighs> the Rubber. A lot gun. of movies in the seventies. Uh, Exchange, Weirdsville. He oh, he directed... made movies in the seventies. Then he definitely knows what the kids in the nineties like. I know exactly. Oh my god, this guy was born in eighteen ninety five. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, Rex and Gina are fucking. So Corey's like, I comes in, and she's like, Joe, oh, I, you, I you you missed all the humor they get out of everyone going, where's Rex and Gina? Where's Rex and Gina? I didn't miss nothing. <laughs> and that goes on for like five fucking minutes, yeah. and then finally, they, like everyone crowds. Of course, they're fucking in the. Corey break comes in, and is like, I need to leave. I don't feel good. Why is the door locked? And then everyone uh, else has figured it out, but she yeah, hasn't. But yeah. then Gina comes out, and she's kind of disheveled. And then Rex follows her out. They have bad fucking game. Like, and he's like, what? Their we didn't fuck game is poor. Cause yeah. They, you, well, yeah, he walks out and he's like, wait a minute, and then, what? No applause? And then AJ attacks him in the weakest attack <laughs> I have seen in forever. I almost kind of like trips onto him. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and like, yeah, not even a fight, but more just like rubbing so on each other on the ground. Yeah. Then, I'm surprised think, Rex like, Manning says, oh, you want to fuck me too? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Joe punches him and he's like, get out of here. And he's like, Punches Rex Manning? I think I so. I, I was writing. This movie's so some, limp yeah. and just like, who knows? You and know? He's like, where's where's the lady with the weird eyes? And they're like, she quit. And he's like, if he she quit. Did. I'm out. Uh, and he and does he, leave. That's Oh, he says, he, he says, why don't you all just fade away? Which I guess is another song. Or it's like from the fucking, the, the, the fucking, um. Uh, 
Who's saying my generation? Is it the Who? Is it a Who lyric? Maybe. But at the same time, like... Yeah, yeah whatever. Whatever. The movie's almost over, thank so, God. So, Corey and, and, and fucking... I didn't like we said we weren't going to do a blah, 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 blah. We got to do... No, blah, blah, we've skipped a lot of filler. Oh, that's... A lot and of And I love that everything we're talking about. Would any, and any other movie would be filler, but that's the story of this movie, yeah. Uh... Um, so then AJ and, not AJ, uh, Corey and Gina, you know, fight, they're like, you just gotta screw every husband now, and she's like, at least I'm not a speedhead, so you weird. don't think I don't know what these are, these pills, uh, this is my Oscar moment. It's, yeah, this suddenly <laughs> turned into, it's trying to it turns like into a, a fucking movie. after school special. And, I mean, it's got all the funny shit. I could study all night if I was on me too. And like, yeah, so it suddenly turns into an intervention for Lord of the Rings, and suddenly it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's everything's like, fine. Happens. Everyone just goes back to work, yeah. and that's the movie continues. <laughs> this movie's got weird dead ends and cul-de-sacs. Yeah. And Gina cries. Yeah, Corey goes crazy, starts trash and shit. And it's like maybe this store should go out of business. <laughs> Maybe this place Joe needs to be closed mad, down. Joe has made bad choices in every he facet of his He can't wrangle these kids. He just lets them do whatever oh the fuck God. they want. Is it any wonder? I mean, it, is this the part where Warren then comes back with a gun? And I'm saying, oh Not my yet. God, please shoot someone. So at <laughs> oh, least give something no. real for these characters to worry about. Uh, Deb is uh, dipping uh, Crazy Corey's face in the sink. Oh, yeah. Stands her up. Goes, uh, Corey, or Deb goes and takes a piss. And she's like, is that how you wanted your first time? Really, if you wanted your first time to be? Which I thought that was actually kind of fun. That, that's actually yeah, a good which, way to, like, which, yeah. Which Liv Tyler is kind of like, <laughs> no. <laughs> which actually, that is how she, she's not much of an actress. And, she goes, <laughs> and then there's a scene with Mark eating his pot brownies, watching a Guar video. <laughs> but Guar's not playing an actual Guar song. It's like this fake... <laughs> Not even heavy metal, but like some kind of like pop song over it. And, and they're, they're, like, hey, they're like, hey, Mark, get in the You want to be in the van. Now you're in the van. And he's watching himself. This isn't how pot works. No. This isn't pot. Uh, for a moment, I thought they confused this movie with, I was like, is this like turning into a Nightmare on Elm Street movie? Because like in a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, this would be Freddy would be in the TV saying, hey, Mark. Yeah, and then they're like, hey, Mark, now we're going to kill you. And a guar prop eats him. <laughs> I'm like, what the this is, what? I love the fact they couldn't have licensed war song. If or if that is an actual war song, it is the worst war war song because it's all like do, 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 do. and like that's and then suddenly he blinks his eye, snaps out of it, and that's the end of the scene. It's He's like, like again, pizza dude's awesome. And again, this movie is directed by a ninety-eight year old man who has no idea how teenagers or drugs work. So then, oh my Rex's God. old yeah. assistant shows up to basically ask Joe out on a date. I guess she. I guess this all takes place in LA, and she's like happens to live there. Otherwise, you'd think she'd be getting on a plane to go back home, wherever the hell she came from, while being on this tour. But yeah, exactly. She so yeah, and so Joe yeah, and so yeah. So the the pizza dude goes up to Corey and is like, "Hey man, Harvard, which is where Corey's gonna go to school. Yeah, Harvard's like a different world, you know. He basically tries to lay some truth down on AJ, like." Yo, dude, she's from a different planet than you. You two ain't getting together. It's fucking not. No, it's not and gonna AJ work. He's like, you. "What do you mean?" And he's like, "It's in Boston." Or something gets brought up how Harvard's in Boston. Yeah. And then he goes, "Hmm." He gets an idea, and that totally is a thread that's left for until the end of the movie. Um, 
And then, again, all I remember after this is kid shows back. And then the there's a funeral for Deb. Where, oh, they do the fake. Funeral. And I was like, where did they get the time and props to come up with a fake funeral again, with candles and the store is open. Every character in the film who works at the store is yeah, in because the back room. While this is happening, who's managing the cash Mar- register? Mark is because he gets on the overhead and goes, "Help, help, help, help oh, out here!" Why, yeah, okay, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, these people don't work worth a shit. See, at least in Clerks, they understood that they were shitty employees. In this movie, we're supposed to be charmed and 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 overjoyed with how wacky and, and ill-run this place is. But no, it's just, I want to kill. I As someone who's worked retail before, I just want to shoot the fuck. I would have, I, Warren, yes, put some fucking lead into these people. Please, put them out of their misery. Uh, yeah. But, but they, yeah, no, but they're fucking, getting... Deb makes the funniest face when she's on the pillow under a fake funeral. She says something about... Oh, she says something, and she looks down, and she's got the most weird, scared look on her face, and then she takes the bandages off well, her wrist. That, almost there. Oh, no, because really? First, first... Oh, God, how long does first, this movie go? <laughs> not much longer. got a page left. Okay. And then, uh, uh, Corey's like, I miss Gina. She's so brave and so cool. Okay, this is literally oh, like... there's Gina walking in as she's talking she about there. her. Yeah. yeah. And now everybody's happy and back together. Yeah. Never mind that whole thing about calling her a whore or calling her a speed freak. And is or... that when Deb takes off her bandages and says, I kind of, I cut, cut myself with a pink plastic razor with a moisturizing strip. And yeah. turns out she barely did anything to yeah. herself. And it's all just a fucking show anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I tried to kill myself with a lady's bick. Oh uh, my God. I can imagine and anyone like, who... I don't want to be my mother. And somebody else is like, you don't have to be. I can imagine somebody so, but, who may have actually tried to kill themselves, am, for real, watching this movie when I, it first came out, going, oh, well, then what the fuck's the point of any of this anyway? What the Why f- are all the mentally damaged people in this movie the females? I apologize for using the words females. The ladies? Females. No, really? Because you got Mark. He's just a pothead. All the characters in the movie are fucking mentally retarded. Yeah, but... Well... You said I, females, I say retarded. We're both <laughs> on PC today, but... But well, no, they have the, the, the mental... women are well, because they... they spend less time on the women that the highlights of their character arcs in this movie are just them acting crazy, whereas the guys are just the stupid. But we spend more time with them, so at least their stupidity is couched in more like the guys are you, just you can see why no, they're doing. But the guys are just stupid. I mean, the women really do have an arc of like they fight, they make up. That's the end of the movie. Like that's yeah. But we have the suicidal one. Yeah. We have the 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 ugly the, one. the 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 speed the speed freak yeah, perfectionist, and we have the girl who who doesn't want to be labeled as a slut because she's a but she is afraid to sing on stage. But mm. she, she's not brave. She can't even get on stage to sing, and it's her one dream. I think that's her character arc too. Is like yeah. <laughs> She gets to sing a shitty song at the end of the movie. Uh, yeah. And everything's all better for her. Blah, blah, blah. And Lucas is like, says that he used to wet the bed. That's his character arc, Well, I guess. this is this movie's attempt at, like, the big scene in The Breakfast Club where everyone talks about their biggest hopes and fears and stuff mm. like that. And that's what this movie's trying to go for. But, it, you know, because it's this movie, it fumbles and fucks it up. And, like, yeah, that's his big dark secret is that he wet the bed when he was a kid. Yeah. And, like, so, that doesn't go anywhere. It's just kind of out of the blue, just like, well, I guess they're trying to make Deb feel better because she's, like, she's told him the truth about her, like, trying yeah. to kill herself. And so, like, that's his response is to, like... I mean, it's, there's a similar thing in The Breakfast Club where... Have you seen The Breakfast Club? Yeah. Uh, fucking Mike, Anthony Michael Hall reveals that he was going to kill himself with a flare gun, but it yeah. went off in his locker, and then that, that sp- sparks everyone else talking about their stuff. And so this is trying to be like that, but it's poopy. <laughs> it's poopy. It's poopy. So... <laughs> Uh, Warren, the shoplifter kid, shows up, and Mark's like, are, yeah, wait, yeah, Mark's like, <laughs> get out of here, and he's like, 
down! Gang show! And pulls out you know a, a big gun. I'd like to time travel back in time with you. And because if we time travel to an era before movies existed, so we could be the town storytellers and just have pretty much this podcast, yeah. but us just recollecting blow by blow. Here's some stories we tell from our homeland, and you're just like, and, and this he guy, like, it got a gun, and he comes in. He starts waving this revolver yeah. around. There's no, you can see down the chambers. There's no bullets in it. Yeah. And, and even but then later should, they kind of like say, but then he shoots he... it, and cow, it goes off, and I'm even like, okay, they say there's no, blanks? there could have been one in there in the chamber, in the or chamber, in the barrel, but, but like yeah, yeah exactly. but, but in the, the, but the chambers are empty. Yeah. yeah, those are all empty except they're not because there's a prop gun. So he threatens to kill one of the guys comes out, but then Deb gets in his face, and he's like, "You're psycho." Well, man. he wastes like four or five shots. He only has a couple shots left. Yeah. People are all over in the store just cowering. Somebody could have just stood up behind him I and love... tackled this 95-pound kid. I mean, this scene does read differently these days. We've had yeah. so many more shootings in places like this that this is no longer just funny and whimsical, especially when you've got, yeah, this whole crowd of people cowering, and the whole movie forgets about this crowd of ca- cowering people. Like, they bring Warren back in and there's more funniness with Warren. And like everyone's like, you know, fucking this dude is fucking trying like, to shoot yeah. people at the fucking, like, in a public space. He like, says, you think you're so great because you work at a record store? No. No, Warren. The moment, Nobody thinks they're great because they work at a record store. That is the answer. But of course, the, their answer is like, would you like to work at a record store? I'm like, oh my god. No. And... Uh, I, you wondered where Joe gets these people. This is this is your answer. The, I mean, yeah, sure. There are people out there that probably hold themselves hold themselves in high esteem because they work at a record store or whatever, and they know a lot about music. And oh, my tastes are superior. They're probably like philosophy students or something. Yeah, but not these people. These kids are these people. Are fucking morons. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, Warren gets does he get a, he gets hauled away by the cops, but not yeah. before they actually make him an ID tag. Yeah, and essentially well, yeah. promise him a job whenever yeah. he gets out. And they, they're like, uh, it turned out he had blanks in the gun, which doesn't make the doesn't a, make it less right. than anything. He still gets because the cops are like, eh, he's not gonna get a Again, lot of this, time this, because this... he's got blanks in the gun. And he's in nineteen ninety five, this would have played a little bit differently. Now you're like, oh my god, this this would be on a domestic terrorism list. He's going to fucking jail for a long yeah. fucking time. And everybody, yeah, everybody, post Columbine, post... everybody thinks Luke. Lucas needed the money, which is why he went and gambled it. So they give him $3,000, and he's like, I thought I knew what I was doing. I did not. This is, yeah, why are they giving Lucas the money? Because they thought he was gambling and the money the, because he needed money and, or something. But Lucas but never just tells an anyone like that, oh, yeah, I found out about the thing. No, he doesn't. And it just... This so, kind of kickstarts the whole. So end Mark of the film. runs out to the front of the store where a report, news reporter just happens to be, and they're like, "Yeah, I work here. I was, I always saw the whole thing, and we're gonna have a party tonight at the store. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, Come on down." Well, them collecting all the money in the store to give to Lucas. Yeah. Even Joe's giving money to Lucas. What the fuck? There's the one. Dude, Lucas lost Joe's money, but they they they, they were able to scramble up three thousand dollars somehow yeah. from all the buttons that Deb sold throughout the day and stuff. And so they're short six thousand dollars in the ad. That's when fucking idiot redhead goes outside and says, "We're gonna have a block party. Come yeah. on down." And I mean, we're gonna charge everyone five dollars for beer. I it guess. just happened that everybody was watching the news and was like, "You know what? I do want to go to a block party in the middle of the in the middle of the fucking <laughs> night, like eleven p.m. Yeah. This fucking rundown, fucked up music store downtown." 
that's made out of a map painting. And and so um, then they have a thing on the front of the store, donations, and everybody's donating money. And these people are going to be really embarrassed when this store goes out of business in five months because of iTunes. That's what... A spoiler! Anyone in the world can make that joke, but that's, of course, like, that's what... Yeah, yeah, yeah. How dare you? I'm a unique snowflake, you <laughs> To be fair, the real store that this is based off did survive till 2005. Mm. So it's at least another decade. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so, uh, the douche the suit guy comes back in, uh, and... Joe is like, I'm going to open my own store. Here's my money. I yeah, quit. So it turns out miraculously $9,000. Oh, no. He just says, I'm going to open my own store. Not yet. Not yet. Hold oh, on. Yeah. I'm fucked up. He's like, I'm going to get out of here. You got to get this right. You don't yeah. want to get you yeah. hit, you this store. by the Empire yeah. Records fan sites. <laughs> this, this store is for you now. I quit. And he leaves. Uh and yeah, because well, 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 the owner is put in charge of the cash register while they're having the block party. Yeah. Inexplicably, like he, and so he gets so sick and tired of five minutes having well, to deal with on. the public. Shut up! There's, there's still having stuff still going on outside. God. Gina gets on the microphone and she sings. She's facing her fears. She's overcoming them. She's living it up. Meanwhile, I'm so every, glad this attractive uh, uh, woman in a barely there skirt. <laughs> Standing above everybody, so they're all just you looking totally up. You can see her black her. panties yeah. in this movie, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, yeah meanwhile, cool the owner's in. inside the store going, Oh my god, I hate working retail! Yeah, he's like, doesn't anyone work in the store? Duh. And War- Warren's like, Warren's there, and he's like, I do. Warren's not out of jail yet. He was waving a gun Warren around. Is- I guess he gets jail and pays off his bail in literally about 90 minutes. Comes if back that. and he's just, yeah, he's like, oh, okay, man, I got my name tag, blah, blah. It's, I mean, I know it's a comedy. It's like reality is supposed to apply. but Even like, when the employees, quote unquote, were in the store, no, nobody works no there. No one does work there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's funny. It's a lampshading moment. Empire Records is a bad movie. Maybe not be worse than Victor Victoria, but I think it is damn. No, it's bad. It's it's a fucking fucking dick hair below. It's close, man. It is like fucking. But there are people who love it, just like Victor Victoria. I guess you have to be a certain age. Again, I love toys. I can appreciate that. But holy shit! Anyway, uh, yeah, we're almost at the end. Well, this is. But Joe, end. Joe comes in and is like, "Here's your money. Yeah, count it. An improbable and... plastic thing of Cheeto balls. Yeah, that somehow money. improbably can fit nine thousand dollars in five dollar bills and, in that thing. And um, the the douchebag is like, "I hate this place. You love it. Let me sell it to you, cheap." And and Joe's like, "Okay." Don't just give him the money. That's not how business works. You have to sign a contract. He could walk away with that money and be like, I don't know. He never gave know. me any yeah, money. In fact, actually, someone almost rips it out of his hands when they're like handing yeah. cash over. It's That's not how business works. You have to sign contracts to buy a place. You can't just I mean, hand somebody money. Where, like, literally everyone spends the whole movie working the break room. I mean, yeah, we've already long since established. This, this makes no fucking financial business retail sense. But yeah, it's, you know. But did you... Also, huh. e- even in 1995... You were really gonna buy a warehouse-sized record store and in all the, the middle things of downtown inside of it. for yeah, it's inventory, it's mm-hmm. debts, what everything else for nine thousand dollars. Or even if they the have, store must have been even not doing if they that have well. more than nine thousand dollars, whatever mortgage, they like, did are you not buying have the that building? Out. Are you just bu- renting, like leasing? The Shut store? up with your logic. The building itself would be like, oh yeah. 
I love. You know what? I would love like ten days later they suddenly get a fifteen thousand uh, dollar repair bill for the heater in the basement. Yeah. And they just like, well, we're gonna have to close the shop anyway. <laughs> yeah. So Gina sings again. Problems are being solved left and right. Oh, it's all so great. God comes down and fixes everything. And then Lucas looks at the camera, breaks the fourth wall, and says, "Perfect." Well, almost. Oh my god! And the fact that oh god, the so... first Bueller shit. <laughs> Oh. And then we're on the roof with AJ and, and Corey, and she's like, I, I was too scared. I didn't know how to act. <laughs> Turns out I love you. I love you so oh. much, but it's not the kind of love I usually feel. It's so much more, and you're so talented. And This is where I was like, oh, he's supposed to be an artist, because yeah. she's like, you need to go to art school. Do we ever see him draw or do anything creative throughout the entire film? He glues quarters to the ground. That's true. And he presumably may have done something with dead hair. Uh, yeah, he glues, he glues quarters to the ground because then Warren's trying to pick him up and he's like, oh, who glues quarters Why to the ground? Why would you do something and, like and that? And AJ goes, oh, so don't judge my art. Did you have, a, when that scene happened, Bill, did you have a flashback to the art school? I mean, but to be fair, that is already better than anything Andy Warhol ever did. But <laughs> yeah, that, no, yeah, that, oh my God. And she's like, I, I love you. You need to go to school for your art because it's so amazing. He's like, I did. I'm going to school in Boston. Did he already get accepted? Yeah. Like, yeah he's like, like <laughs> that's not how school works either. <laughs> okay, I'll take your word for it, Larry. Oh, oh, my God. Now the whole cast dances. Has she been accepted to, has she been accepted to Harvard? Is she just I planning to go? I don't know. Oh, my God. She's not even in college yet. So how old is she? She's only got to be. She's barely legal, right? At the if most? She's legal, yeah. Man, Ralph. Rex Harrison. Dodge a bullet. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. At least Gina. She seems to be a little bit older. But holy shit. I didn't even think about that. Oh, and my God. And now the God. whole cast dances on the roof. On a matte painting and roof. Warren and Lucas do not deserve happy endings. Warren doesn't... Oh, everyone dances with each other, but someone dances with Gina. Was Does Gina have a significant other? Yeah. Uh, because I think it's Warren dance, Not Warren. It's a fucking red-haired guy dancing yeah, with Gina. I was like, wait, are they suggesting that they're a couple? No, oh, that's ah. just everybody's dancing. No wonder Bridget Jones' diary. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody's dancing and everybody's Bruh. happy. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's done. And nope. But then the credits play for a little while. And then we get an amazing scene with AJ and the pizza dude sitting on the corner. And these fuckers are wrong. They're arguing about the Pixies having better bass lines than Primus. The only reason Primus exists is because of its yeah. bass lines. Guy's I hope Les, idiot. I hope Les Claypool hunted down the fucking makers of this film and shot the shit out of them. Fuck Frank Black. Frank, <laughs> fuck the Pixies. Pixies are actually okay. But but not the baseline's not Primus. better than Primus. They came with the phrase pork soda. Yeah. Come on. Sailing the Seas of Cheese. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're a joke band. I mean, they dress like plastic cowboys for But they're a video. catchy joke band. They're, yeah, they're catchy. But yeah. I, so even this movie on its talking about music is wrong. Yeah, two guys out. sitting on a corner being oh wrong about God. music. Isn't and it, then as, as the scene fades out, they ADR in a car crash. <laughs> That's the last joke. And that's the last thing of the movie. I get it. Random happenings, the motion picture. This was not a good movie. Oh, no, my God. I don't have the same vitriol as you do towards it. Oh, I actively hate this movie. Yeah, I don't like it. It's not good. I, you know what? In retrospect, I guess Victor Furtura might be still a little bit worse just because it wasted Julie Andrews, and that is such a crime against nature. <laughs> this is just a crime against humanity, and I don't care that much about humanity. There you go. Julie Andrews not being fun. That is like... Like, you have to summon a demon for that to happen. This is just lazy. But this is so actively lazy, it's... it's, oof. I mean, to be fair, 
it does have like uh, what is it? Uh, uh, 24% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, really? Yeah. Man, I remember seeing the commercials for this back in the day with Jack Black in it, I guess. <laughs> and I remember thinking it looked like shit, and it's exactly the shit movie that I thought it looked like. Uh, I dislike it mostly because it's badly written, badly directed, the characters are all vapid, flatly depicted assholes with terrible taste in music, and everyone is either a teen movie or 90s cliche, or a combination of both. If you want to watch an arch, badly acted 90s retail workplace comedy, go watch Clerks instead. Mm. And also my last night, oh, last two notes, where was Jack Black? And yes, my very, very last note was disgustedfaceanimatedgif.com. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's the guy <laughs> making the weird face and then closing the door. The door yeah. uh, just because that's, I, and there's no other trivia for this movie other than it was supposedly longer. No details about what was cut out of the movie and put back in on a special edition DVD, but that it was 40 minutes longer. I can't imagine... Oh my god, a two-hour cut of this movie would be oh. intolerable. Oof. That would have been the worst movie we would have Oof. ever seen. But this gets fucking razor close. This is, oh my god. This is like a meteorite that destroyed the dinosaurs, barely missing the Earth bad. Mm. Oof. What are we doing next? I don't what know. We, we didn't talk next? about that. It's October. It's October. Oh, this is all we... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sunshine's come. Wait, what's the song about? Sunshine's going away. Happy times are coming away. I... What? Wait, I'm trying to think of... There's like an old song that's about like good times coming back. Whatever that song is, I'm playing that now in my heart. Okay. Because we're doing... You're not a big fan of Halloween, but I am. But we're going to do some spooky stuff coming up. Yeah. I spooky. am going to do... It's so spooky. Am I doing one Adam's Family movie or doing both of the Adam's Well, Family you've seen movies? the second one, you said. I've seen parts. Oh. Just I've one. seen enough to know that What's-Her-Face is alarmingly hot in that movie, even though she's fucking 16. This is the second podcast. But you were age appropriate for that. Maybe for yeah, that was like twenty years. Well, that, that that's roughly around the same time, right? Yeah. Like mid nineties. She's somewhere between our. Well, ages, she would have been a teenager. I would have been twenty. It would have still been okay. Uh, maybe you should stop talking. I would have been lawsuit worthy. Um, yeah, we're gonna do the Adams family yeah, we'll, at least we'll the start, first movie. We'll start with Adams family. Yeah. Yeah, and then would uh, you want to do two? I because you brought you suggested the Adams family. I didn't know if you would meant both of them. No, just the first one. Just the first one? Okay, yeah, we can save the second fine. one for later. Uh, which one has the MC Hammer song? We do what do we want to do. We do what do, 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 do. That is the first yeah. one. I know that just because, like, you know, the fucking yeah. the Adams family. Um, I We're going to do the Adams family. That's going to be kind of cute. It's gonna Hopefully be, it's a good one. It's going to oh, be a nice. it's got not... John, Joe Cusack in that. It's going to, it's, what? No, that's the second one. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was, we should do But it's got one. Christopher Lloyd. Which, hey, exactly. It's yeah. got fucking What's-His-Face. It's got, it's got M. Bison in it. Yeah. Yeah, it can't be that bad. <laughs> His best-known film, <laughs> M. Bison, Strikes uh, Back. We know we have to do Street Fighter someday, because I've never it's, seen that. I've either. seen the clips, but, um, it's yeah. Gonna, it's going to be a, a nice rebound from Empire Records to watch a good movie. Oh, it can't be movie. any worse, exactly. Oh, it's yeah. way better. It's such a good movie. Uh, it's directed by Barry Sonnenfeld, who did uh, cinematography for the Coen Brothers, so it can't be that bad. It's a good movie. Um, So, yes, yeah, so this is going to be the start. Do we have a name for the month? Is it nah, Spoopy Month or some shit like that? Yeah, it's going to be October halloween Fest. We have some cool stuff in particular. You're, you're, at least the last time we talked, you have on your list for your two things for October are two things that I dearly love. Mm. So hopefully we'll stick to that. And I've got the Adams Family and something else. Oh, we could talk about it later. Yeah, we'll but talk about it. Everyone we'll will be that. surprised what my second thing is because everyone world world. It's one of the rare horror films that it's a big, huge cult horror film that I've never actually seen. <gasps> so we'll be talking about that in, uh, in a couple weeks. But next week will be yeah, nineteen ninety something's the Adams Family movie. Yeah, but I've seen the show. But we've got to go uh, wash our brains to get Empire <sighs> Records out of it. Maybe listen to some Primus and just lick the bass lines. 
Yeah, I don't know what could fix me after Empire Records. You know, some more Homestar Runner. Yeah, that's gonna listen have to, to them. The some of the music from Homestar. <sighs> that ugly one. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, we had an interesting because we record these in, in in double double week batches. Yeah, recording Homestar and then Empire Records. That was a real emotional roller coaster for me in the last couple hours. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! Oh uh, yeah. So uh, lead yeah. Us out. Sorry if you like Empire Records, but we do not. Actually, I had a I, I had a fun time talking about it though. Yeah. No, it's it. <sighs> It's fun to bash things sometimes. Yeah. And I'm glad we both disliked it. Maybe me a little bit more, but at least we were both... You know, it wasn't the thing where you were like, I kind of like it. I'm just like, fuck that shit. Yeah. yeah. Maybe if you had watched this with somebody who likes it, it yeah. would have been... It would have been bad still, because guess, it was with me, but it maybe yeah. wouldn't have been I love Kelsey. Bad. Yeah. I just don't like this movie, but I love her. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, she was younger. She grew up with this movie. It's yeah. different. I'm watching this movie 20 years after the fact, and with this movie supposedly being, a, being about my generation. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I was yeah. extra. Just yeah. Like, yeah. Next, arf. next week, Am's family. Yeah. So we're tardy to party podcast dot <laughs> net. <laughs> He's Mudry on Twitter. The Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. Tardy podcast on Twitter. Tardy podcast dot com is the website. Share us with people. Unless they like this movie, then they'll probably not enjoy this episode. At least I can't imagine this movie as much of a fan of. This probably be what I would assume is going to be one of our less popular episodes, just because everyone's going to go Empire Records. Oh yeah, that exists. I think it's Empire Records is a movie where people often are like, "You should watch Empire Records," and then that person goes, "Oh okay," yeah. and then you, you, you always have in the back of your mind somebody recommended it to you, but you've never watched it. Yeah, exactly. Because it's I'm glad to see that at least the online critics seem to agree. That's kind of like, eh. yeah. So okay. Yeah. Next week will be better. Yeah. So until next time, keep filling those holes with pop culture. So everybody, take care, people. <laughs> Oh,